You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. You are listening to Social Media Decoded, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs and business owners simplify social media and thrive online. We provide actionable information that you can use and see results. I'm your host, Michelle Thames, and let's get started. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into today's episode of Social Media Decoded. And I am so excited today because I have a special guest joining me today, Nicole. And I'm so excited because we're talking about organic strategy, which doesn't get talked about a lot in these social media streets. So I want to talk about this today. And I'm excited to have Nicole with us today. Nicole, thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about you and what you do? Because, oh my goodness, you do so much. And we (laughs) really want to hear all the juicy details about what you do when it comes to social media. Yes, of course. So um, I started my own social media agency uh, a little over a year ago. So of course, I was one of those people who lost their job due to COVID. And instead of kind of scrambling and trying to find another position, I realized that I had enough of the background and experience that I really wanted to go off my own. I had worked previously in other agencies before, not only just social media, but um, media in general, larger marketing agencies and things like that. And um, I knew that I could help uh, help in my own way. And also I wanted to be able to decide on which types of clients I would take on that more uh, granular about the actual type of work I was doing. And so I really honed in on just social media. I know a lot of people out there, you know, offer a lot of different marketing uh, services and things like that. But I know social media is one of the biggest ones out there that most businesses really need, especially smaller businesses who are just getting started. Um, So yeah, so now I have my social media agency. Um, I have a few people who are contractors who work with me on it. So I've been able to kind of hire out a little bit as well. Um, But primarily, I just work with smaller businesses um, about, you know, maybe one, maybe just a solo entrepreneur, or they have a couple employees. And I work with them on their organic social media strategy, all the way down to the content creation, scheduling, posting, management, Everything basically that has to do with social media, um, as long as it's not on the paid side necessarily, um, I will I will take that on. <laughs> yeah, so we are so very similar because I also only do organic strategy at my agency as well, and we do social media management. So it's always so very good to meet up with another social media specialist because I will tell you all, running a social media agency is not easy. And, you know, I as well started my agency in 2020 during the pandemic. And I can agree with you that everything just blew up all of a sudden. So I have contractors as well. So I know all about that. But I I like what you said at the end. I don't do paid strategy. And that's really important because a lot of people think that just social media strategy is just one thing, right? But you have organic business paid. So I want to get into the first question that I have for you, which is why is it so important? important to use organic social media and, and well, I know we can use both, but why is it so important for the organic strategy? 
Yeah. I mean, I think organic is probably, you know, I've had clients, potential clients come to me and wanting to do paid. And I actually usually always, you know, either say that I don't offer that or contract it out, or I really think organic is number one, the the best, easiest way to hone in your content strategy overall. You know, when you put paid dollars behind something, it doesn't, you know, you can never necessarily tell, like, is this performing well uh, because I put paid dollars behind it and because I'm trying to push it out there to so many people or did it naturally perform well? And so it's a really great way to test different things, test different content strategies, put things out there to see how people react and get feedback. And obviously it's also important because it is, the cheapest way to actually market your business. So every other form of marketing you have to pay for in some capacity, unless you're doing maybe PR, Um, but marketing in general, just to get a footprint, get your foot in the door, just start getting something going Um, organic social media. You have to kind of hone in on that first. And then that way, once you understand what works really well for you organically, putting the paid dollars behind it, once you want to get to that stage, it'll have so much more effectiveness at that point. Oh, I definitely agree with that last part. It's kind of like you have to have the foundation laid already before you can get into pay. Because if you don't have the proper strategy or you're not targeting the right audience in organic, you're not going to target the right audience when you pay. And you don't want to waste those dollars because as we know, Facebook ads are like, crazy right now. I mean, there's so much new updates and that's just the area that I'm like, you know what? I'm not offering paid ads because it's just another area that's a little bit more intricate. And with social media, there's so many different pieces that there's no way that every agency or every freelancer could offer those things. So I'm so glad that you said that. Yeah. And I think too, like there's already enough that changes with social media, even like on a daily basis, like you don't need to always, you don't, as an agency, you don't need to always throw the paid into it either. And there are so many great agencies out there that already offer that paid, you know, with social media and they don't even focus on organic. So I think, you know, it's not always a bad idea to get someone to do the organic side of things and work on that first when there's, cause there's so many other people already doing the paid side of things. <laughs> Yes. There's, there's so many social media people, I think in general. And I think I just posted a post to the other day. It's like, but that's okay because everyone has different audiences. As you can see, we're both very successful social media agency owners. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, I want to start a social media agency, but I'm just not sure go for it because I'm telling you it's a really good market right now and this isn't going anywhere. So it's going to be something that continues to grow. So just for anyone listening, I want to let you know that it is totally possible. So I want to also ask you, what should a business's overall marketing plan look like? Can you give an example if you have one that you've seen done well? And I ask this because I feel like a lot of businesses or brands don't necessarily have a marketing strategy overall, but they have a social media strategy. And I kind of feel like you can't have one without the other. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, off the top of my head, it's hard to say who is doing something well, because again, I'm not on the inside looking at their marketing strategy, so I can't necessarily say, Um, but in general, I can give like an idea of what I think an overall marketing plan should look like. Um, So again, it really depends on your type of business, you know, where you're at in your business, the capacity capacity levels that you have. Um, But Typically, what I like to say is you always want to start with your goals for your business. So what are you trying to achieve? 
What are the main driving things that you are working towards within your business? And then from there, um, you can kind of determine a lot of the other steps. So really understanding and defining who your audience is, that has to be a big part of your strategy and your plan. And then moving into the messaging and the branding and making sure that that's all cohesive across all the platforms, also on your website as well, even though that's not social media, it's very closely tied to social media. And then, you know, typically from there, that's when you want to choose the marketing channels that you'll be using, whether that's um, at most, of course, social media, and then any other form of marketing that you're going to be using, whether that's email or print or whatever it is, any other sort of ads. Um, and then developing that content strategy is going to be definitely really key. And then from there, it's usually just about tracking and reporting and making sure, do we have to tweak things here and there? What's working? What's not working? Um, so that also, I think, is really important part of a strategy that might get overlooked. And yeah, I think everything should work together, right? And you know what you just brought up that's so very important? Content strategy. So can you talk a little bit more about organic content strategy and like what you think is best for small businesses when they do think about content strategy, because content is just something that I think is very um, misunderstood and not a lot Mm -hmm. of people understand it. So can you just give a little bit of insight on that as well? Yeah, absolutely. So with content strategy, I like to think about, especially for a smaller business, you want to kind of pick your three to five main talking points. So whether that looks like you're going to be sharing, if it's more of a personal brand or something, whether you want to be sharing your personal story of how you got into business, the why behind your business. Um, Another one example could be uh, just an actual promotional type of content post that you're doing. So just directly talking about the services that you offer, the product that you offer. And then again, something that's related to your business that I would say is extremely valuable to your audience, whether you want to educate them on something, um, share something that like, you know, I'm thinking right off the top of my head, because I work with some food brands like recipes, you know, so that could be a content pillar or a topic that you want to be talking about. So just kind of picking three to five things that you can stick to and rotate between. It'll give your feed way more consistency. People will know what to come to you for, and you'll be able to track and see, okay, what, what do people like about what I'm posting? And you can kind of categorize it a little bit better so you can track it easier and, and tweak things a little bit better from there. Yes. The tweaking is so important. I think a lot of business owners forget to go back to that step. It's like, after you put the strategy in place, now we have to go back and see what's working because you don't want to spend time just putting out content that has nothing to do with your audience or that they're not resonating with. So checking your Mm -hmm. analytics and always going back is super, super important. So I'm so glad that you brought that up (laughs) as well. Can you also speak about some organic social media and why it's important for brand awareness. I think that that is the number one thing, especially for new businesses that should definitely be focused on when you're first starting out on social media. So can you talk a little bit more about why brand awareness is so important and how organic social media helps and plays into that? Yeah, definitely. So I kind of like to see it working two different ways. So Typically, and this is kind of a little bit on anecdotally of what I do, but I think a lot of people will be able to kind of understand this and do the the same thing. So if you think about the first time you ever see a brand or hear about a brand, the first thing you're most likely do, you're almost probably going to like, you're going to look them up on social media because the website gives you some information, but that's more of like their their promotional page. You want to kind of get a vibe for them, see kind of what else they're about. And so you go, I think, right to social media. And that's what I think a lot of people do is they'll check them out right away on social media. So that already, um, I think, ties in a lot more to the brand awareness. Um, I think it helps kind of 
what's the word I'm looking for, um, solidify your brand and people's brains a little bit more once they can see it more of you on social media. And then in reverse, uh, because obviously one of the places that people are on pretty much almost every day, besides maybe watching TV where you can get them through commercials or something, but of course we all have Netflix now anyways. <laughs> um, but the only place that everyone is every single day that you can guarantee that people are going to see your stuff is social media. People are spending more and more time on social media and it just, there are so many opportunities for your brand to pop up onto someone's screen, whether again, it's organic or paid, but there are so many creative ways that you can use organic social media to reach more audiences, you know, whether that's collaborations with people and things like that, working with influencers, hosting giveaways and things like that, cross, cross-pollinating your audiences. Um, I think that's just another effective, easy way to utilize organic social media that really increases your brand awareness from pretty much nothing, from not even being having a physical presence anywhere or anything like that. Yes. Brand awareness is like the number one thing. I always tell my clients, like we have to start at brand awareness because if nobody knows who you are, you just have to continue to push that and you can utilize social media. And like you said, everybody is scrolling Instagram, they're scrolling, but you know, you want to be in that feed and you want to be seen. So it is important also to be consistent. So definitely um, appreciate that. Can you also provide some do's and don'ts when it comes to organic social media? Because I see so many things that I cringe. I'm like, oh, maybe you shouldn't have posted that or, oh, maybe that should have been done a little bit different. I know so many social media strategists and managers see things and we're like, oh, if that could have just been done a little bit different. Yes, absolutely. So I think do's for sure. And, you know, maybe your audience has heard this or not, but I think having that consistent ongoing relationship with your audience is really important. So don't just post and not, not engage, but even beyond just engaging with the comments or people who are liking your stuff. Also just taking some time to DM some of your followers, ask some questions, get to know them a little bit better. I think that is a huge advantage where you can get feedback very fast. You can tweak things more in the moment and more quickly so that you don't waste so much time posting things that aren't relevant to your audience. So really forming those relationships with people, taking that time to reach out to who's ever following you to ask them questions, get to know them better. And then also, again, depending on if you're a personal brand or not, but really showing your authentic self. And I know it kind of sounds cheesy, but it's like, again, social media is so so um, cluttered, it's extremely saturated. And the only way that you can really stand out is to just be yourself instead of trying to be like other people, because again, then you're just going to get lost in the clutter of what everyone else is posting. And then the last thing, which is just like a super easy one to do is optimizing your pages. I mean, a lot of times I'll click on someone's link and it doesn't work and, or it's not relevant anymore or something like that. So just making sure to keep your page up to date, clean, relevant, all the links are working. Um, those are just really easy ways to appear more professional, to make sure that you don't lose any um, potential people who would be buying your or reaching out to you or buying your services or products. And then for the don'ts, um, Again, number one, definitely don't not be consistent. So consistency, I think, is super key. So if you're just posting randomly here and there, that's not going to be very effective. You want to, again, it doesn't need to be every day, but it needs to be on a consistent schedule that you can maintain. And then not tracking what's not working. We already kind of touched on that, like making sure that you are paying attention to what isn't working because otherwise, again, you're just wasting your time. So I think, and then the last kind of goes along with optimizing your page, but Again, as a social media strategist, when I go onto people's pages, I shouldn't have to question what you do, what you sell, who you are. I should know like within a couple seconds, like 
oh, it's super clear. And so again, if that means asking friends and family members or other people to take a look at your page, because sometimes it's hard for us to be able to tell uh, objectively on our own pages, uh, but asking people's feedback, like, what do you think I do just for my for my profile and like that first split second response? I think that's super important to, to be really clear on because otherwise you'll lose people very fast. Oh, you said so many important things in there. The number one thing, be yourself and don't try to be like everybody else because mm-hmm. you get lost. You definitely get lost. Just yeah. do it your way. It doesn't have to be done a certain way. Just do it your way. And totally, you can show up as who you are and still succeed on social media. So I'm so, so glad that you said that. You said so many amazing things. So I hope that the listeners definitely took some notes on all the gems you just dropped in the do's and don'ts because it was some some gems that needed to be picked up. So thank you for that. (laughs) Of course. So this has been such a great episode, Nicole, and I am so happy that you came on the Social Media Decoded podcast to talk all about organic social media. But we want to know where can we find you and where can we learn more about you and more about your agency and anything special you currently have going on? Let us know. Yeah, definitely. So Instagram is probably the best place to reach out to me personally. Um, So that's just Thrive Collective Co. on Instagram. And then my website's thrivecollectiveco.com. And then I'm on LinkedIn a little bit too. You can um, search for my company name on there too. So I'm a little bit active on LinkedIn as well. So those are the places you can reach out. Yes, LinkedIn, guys. Don't forget about LinkedIn. I know it's like the stepchild because we have TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and all these amazing platforms. But LinkedIn is a really good place to land clients. And I'll probably do more episodes this coming year about LinkedIn as well because it's just a forgotten platform. And I I don't think there's enough people talking about it. I agree. (laughs) So thank you so much, Nicole, for coming on to the Social Media Decoded podcast. And thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. I will talk to you all in the next one. Peace. Thank you so much for being a listener of the Social Media Decoded Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope that you got some gems. If you got some gems, make sure to tag me on Instagram at Michelle L. Thames and share those gems with me. I cannot wait to talk to you all in the next one.